Hello, everyone, and welcome back. This is episode four of Letters to the Living podcast. I'm really excited to be recording this episode because today's conversation is a significant reason why I started this show. So grab your headphones or pull up a comfy chair because we are going to talk about how to trust ourselves and why you should only see a psychic medium once in your life. All right, let's jump right in. I am excited to hit record today. When I was creating this show and writing down all the different topics I wanted to talk about, today's discussion is a reason why I started this podcast. You see, listening to other people's opinions, taking advice from a psychic, and not trusting my own intuition during my grief journey was a painful lesson that I had to learn. And I'm here to share that difficult teaching moment with all of you today so you don't do what I did. Now, I'm not exactly sure how to begin this story, so I might as well start from the beginning. Ten months after my husband passed away, I moved to Denver in 2010. I knew that if I was going to start a new life, that I had to get out of Las Vegas, where I lived for 17 years. You see, Vegas no longer provided what I needed, so I had to leave. Many people, especially my close friends, questioned if moving to another state by myself, where I knew no one, where I didn't have a job, was really a good idea. And to be honest, I wasn't sure if any decision I was making was a good idea. I had no clue what Denver had to offer. I didn't know what my next step was or what my future looked like. But I knew I had nothing to lose at this point. I had to follow this urge inside of me, and I had to trust that my intuition was guiding me in the right direction. And it paid off. Moving to Colorado turned out to be one of the best decisions of my life. It was unfamiliar territory, but Denver was a different type of city I never knew existed. The lifestyle, the people, the family values, the restaurants, the social scene, the friends I made, everything about Denver brought me back to life after Lance died. I was quickly getting into a routine and finding comfort in my new hometown. I felt like I was at a point in my life where I was ready to get back out there and maybe start dating. But looking back at it now, I think I was more lonely than anything. I had many friends, but I believed at that time that a new companion was the cure-all to my emptiness. So once I put myself out into the dating pool, it wasn't too long until I met someone. The relationship I had with this new person filled a void, and it progressed quickly into something I wasn't sure I wanted. I waffled back and forth if this was it. I knew I was still grieving Lance's death, and deep down I knew I wasn't mentally in a good place to be in any type of relationship but I went against everything I was feeling and I continued to be with this person because he was nice and he loved me and he showed me empathy about my past and he gave me space when I needed it and he was safe. But something wasn't quite right and I had never been so confused before. I needed guidance. I needed one person to tell me what to do because I felt incapable of making any big decisions. I was lost. 
I decided to visit Vegas, go back to a place I was familiar with, see friends, reconnect, and hopefully find my answer. Do I continue this relationship or do I end it? While I was there, a good friend of mine gifted me a session to a psychic. Now keep in mind, this was 12 and a half years ago. I was not practicing mediumship. I knew very little about spiritualism. In fact, my spiritual beliefs were almost non-existent back then. I mean, I believed that Lance was still with me. I believed in the afterlife, but that was about it. What I know now about psychics and mediums would have been extremely beneficial at that time. But this was the lesson I had to learn. I walked into that psychic shop, and when we sat down, she began to pull quite a few cards for me from her tarot deck. Now, this was my first psychic reading ever, so I didn't really know what to expect. I assumed that since she was a psychic, she had the ability to connect with Lance. Because after all, that was the reason why I was there. I needed to hear from him. But she did not immediately connect with Lance. I was actually the one who told her about his passing. And she did a very good job of turning it around and making it seem like she was communicating with him. And the crazy part was, even though I was doubting her ability, I was hanging on to every word she was telling me. And this is frightening. I realized that I was in such a lost place in my life that I was desperate to hear any advice. I convinced myself that since this lady was an intuitive psychic, then she must have all the answers. She must know what's best for me. And the psychic asked if I had any questions for Lance. And of course, I jumped at this opportunity. He was the reason why I was there. I began to tell her the story of how I met a really nice man, and he loves me. And I think I love him, but I'm just not sure about it. And she took a few deep breaths, looked me right in the eyes and said, this man is a good match for you. Spirit is confirming this is the relationship you should be in. And Lance is saying he is happy for you. And that was it. I went against everything my intuition was telling me. I took her advice. I stayed in the relationship. I eventually got remarried. And then I was divorced a year later. For years after that divorce, I held so much resentment towards that psychic for feeding me information that wasn't accurate. For years, I held disappointment towards myself for not listening to my inner voice. I knew leaving that relationship was the right decision, but I trusted someone else's advice and not my own. And it wasn't the psychic's fault. It was mine. And that was a hard lesson that I learned. I don't know how else to say this, but psychics and mediums don't have the answers for you, and they don't know what the future holds. They may see visions of the future, but no one can 100% predict what will happen. Now, I do believe a reputable and skilled medium can offer tremendous peace and closure and connection after experiencing a death, but that's about it. If you ever hear a medium say, I'm connecting with your grandmother and she just told me you're moving. She is saying that this is a good idea. You should move. 
if you ever hear this, run the other direction. Our loved ones do know what we're thinking and they are aware of our future plans, but they will never, ever tell us what to do because we have our own free will. We have the freedom to make our own decisions. We have to carve our own path and your people in spirit know this. And whatever decision you do make, just know they are always walking that path with you. No one knows what the future holds, so you have to make decisions that feel best for you. You have to trust your emotional guide, your intuition. Now, the tricky part of following our intuition is that it's still a gamble. Even though we're following our gut, that doesn't necessarily guarantee that the outcome will be what we want. Our intuition is based off of our emotions, and sometimes our emotions can lead us to making impulsive decisions. So when we are making intuitive choices for ourselves, it's best to let go of all the outcomes. Have zero expectations. This way, you won't be let down. If it feels right, be confident in your decision and also be willing to pivot at any point. And just know that you may never feel 100% ready to take that leap. I think that's important to recognize. When we're about to make a big change in life, do we ever feel 100% ready? No, we don't because the unknown can feel scary. But if that strong inner voice is telling you to do it, or not do it, you have to listen to that. Because when we're grieving, there is only one person you need to learn to trust, and that's yourself. So the last 12 and a half years since my first psychic reading, a lot has changed for me. I've been diving deep into my own clairvoyant abilities in grief work. I'm a medium here in Santa Fe, and I offer support by giving in-person readings, and I guide grief retreats. I find that most of the people I read for are looking for closure. They need to feel that connection with their loved ones who have passed on. They need to know that they are safe and they're okay. People I read for are wanting to hear any healing messages so they can continue moving forward. And I believe that receiving a reading by a legit psychic medium can be highly beneficial, especially when you're on the grief healing path. Do I think everyone needs a reading? No, not everyone will feel the need to connect or hear from their loved ones. And that's okay, because there's no right or wrong way to work through your loss or grief, but just make sure you are working through it. Now, if you are someone who's never experienced a reading and you want to, then I think you should. Go find an accurate and trustworthy psychic medium who will blow your socks off and have that one magical healing session and take everything you gained and bring it with you as you continue to walk your path. But what I have witnessed while doing this work is that some people will book session after session after session because they need to be told what to do or to be told what the next step is. Some people almost become addicted to the connection they feel in readings, so they continue to book reading after reading. And I hate to say this next part, but it is the reality of this type of work. Psychics and mediums and spiritual intuitives who read for the same person over and over and over is essentially taking advantage of that client and their money. 
And these psychics will feed their client whatever it is that they want to hear that week. When I finish up sessions with my clients, they will often ask me when they can get their next reading. And I tell them, I will only read for you once. But if you want to continue that connection with your people, with your loved ones, then I will teach you how to do it. People cannot become dependent on me to communicate with their loved ones. When you're on the grief journey and discovering the new you, you might as well learn everything you can about trusting yourself because no one knows what's best for you except you. Now, for those of you who have received many, many, many readings, I have to ask why. And there's no judgment with this question. I ask why because sometimes we forget to ask ourselves why. So when you book session after session, what are you looking for? Do you think your psychic will tell you something that you haven't heard before? Are you missing that love and connection with your people who have passed on? Are you trying to find an answer to a big question? Or are you still looking for closure? What is it that you need? Because let me tell you something. You don't need a psychic medium to hear the answer or feel the connection, or find the closure. You can do it yourself. Some of these big-name mediums you see all over social media and YouTube and and TV have a three-year waiting list, and rightfully so, because they are really good at what they do. But that is absolutely mind-blowing to me to have a three-year waiting list. People are waiting three years to be told that their loved ones are okay People are waiting three years to feel that connection with their loved ones, but you don't have to wait three years. If you believe in the afterlife or even partially believe in it, then you can find the peace and closure and the answers today. You don't need to wait. Listen to my episode three that I just published last week. It's all about how to find closure. And if you practice building a new relationship with your loved ones, you will naturally work through your grief that holds you back. And once you begin to notice that you're finding a new sense of peace, you'll no longer feel the need to seek out a psychic medium because you're doing the work. You're doing the hard part. And no one can give you that closure you're looking for, but you. So you might as well start today. Create the time and the space to build that connection with your loved ones, and soon you'll start reconnecting with you. You are a powerful, capable, and resilient human being. You will work through this difficult life experience, and you will come out on the other side of grief as a new, changed, and better person for it. I can just feel it. I sincerely hope you enjoyed today's discussion. Now it's letter time. I'm about to read what I wrote for my friend's mother. This mom, who I've known for over 18 years, is a wonderful person. She's beautiful inside and out. But she lost her way in life when her husband passed away 12 years ago. And since then, she has received numerous readings from psychics. There's a part of me that empathizes with her because I get it. But then there's a part of me who knows 
she has the ability to find that connection and the closure without a psychic. You're going to want to hear this letter, so please stay tuned. Dear Lost Queen, It's not easy when you're king. Your true love goes first. You can never prepare yourself for the emptiness you feel after he passed away. It feels like a part of you died when he took his last breath. And walking your new path is terrifying when you think you're doing it alone. But you are not alone. He can hear you. And I know you can hear him. I know you've heard him call your name while you were standing in the kitchen. I know you have felt his soft touch on your shoulder. I know you treasure the dreams when he comes to say hello. I know you can feel him next to you each night when you lay in bed. What has been the hardest part for you the last 12 years? Are you missing his hugs and his embrace? Do you miss that feeling of comfort? Do you miss hearing his advice? One of the hardest parts of the grief journey is learning to trust ourselves. I know that King always had a solution to everyone's problems. He always had an answer for every question. And not only was he your best friend, but he was your guiding light when life was dark. He brought hope when you thought all was lost. I can understand why you feel the need to continuously see a psychic because you yearn to feel his connection and love again. And when you feel lost, you hope he'll come through and tell you what you need to do next. And maybe you believe a psychic is the only one who can provide this validation for you. But Lost Queen, you have to understand that you have the ability to hear his answers and receive his guidance. You have the power to talk to him and build an extraordinary relationship. You may not be able to see his body, but you can still feel his touch, hear his words, and smell his cologne. But you have to trust yourself and be willing to push yourself a little more outside of the box. And the only confirmation you should seek is what already lies within you. Let go of any anger you hold, anger about the world, anger about his death, resentment towards people, frustration over politics, and the fear of your own demise. Let it all go, because it's out of your control. You're still here on earth. Make the best of these years to come. Bring as much joy to your life as you possibly can. Do what makes you happy, queen. What was your favorite vacation? Go there. Relive that moment. He will be right next to you. And don't you ever lose that fabulous, first-class, remarkable spirit that's inside of you. It's never too late to find your light again. My favorite memory of you two was watching you dance at your daughter's wedding while John Mellencamp's cherry bomb blasted throughout the ballroom. I will never forget that night. It was so special. He is special. And the love you have for each other is infectious. And that love can never be taken away from you. 
because it is eternal, and so is the King. With love, Miranda.